Welcome to Camel Call. I'm Evan Budgervich. Today we learn more about sophomore Kadeem Wynn, who competes on the cross-country and track and field programs here at Campbell. Kadeem also serves as the sports editor for the Campbell Times on campus and is learning more about all 21 sports here at Campbell University. Here's more on the sophomore from Daytona Beach, Florida. Actually, it all started with my high school coach. My senior year, you know, you're going through that whole recruiting process trying to figure out where you want to go looking at different places, and I didn't really have that many offers at the time, didn't really know what was going to happen. And so I was speaking with my coach one afternoon, and he wrote on a sticky note, he wrote down five schools. He's like, I want you to go look up each and every one of these schools, obviously look up their athletic programs, but of course, you know, your major and what you want to do. Look up their communications program and just get a feel for each school and check it out. Campbell happened to be one of those schools. Um, I think one of them was Samford, and then another one was of one or two schools in Florida. But Campbell was one of them on the list. And so I started doing my research, looking at a few different schools, and, you know, I started getting more and more interested in Campbell. It's interesting, too. You do a lot of writing outside of your, your track and field efforts. What's it like covering a sport that you compete in? It's interesting, and usually whenever I happen to be covering an event, it's at a time, oddly enough, whenever I'm actually not competing. So then as I'm just sitting and watching like all the athletes race, and most of them, they're in high school, um, it's a little bit of nostalgia because it kind of brings back those memories of you know when I was competing in high school. But also, it almost makes me want to just literally jump on the track and just jump in with them. Um, but it's actually it's actually really cool because you get to see two different sides of the sport, especially, you know, being a athlete now and sometimes you get interviewed after races and whatnot. And so I know what that's like. And so then when you see them, they're like, you know, they just get all excited, like, oh my gosh, like I'm, you know, I want to, I'm getting interviewed by somebody. And I'm just like, you know, <laughs> just hang out. You know, this is how it's gonna go. I'm just gonna ask you guys a few questions. Um, so it's actually it's really fun. It's really interesting just seeing the reactions and and whatnot and covering different events. Have you ever tried to coach up, you know, we say, for example, with Lawrence and Amon when they were here, have you tried to coach up guys and get them prepared to how to do interviews and stuff? Um, yes and no, just more so as a joke. Um, yeah. Sometimes I'll just be with my teammates and I'll just literally just come out of nowhere and be like, this is Kadeem Wynn from the Camel Times. I'm here with Graham Fisher. Uh, Graham, tell me, what are you eating right now? And, you know, he'll just say something like, oh, so uh, you look like you're, uh, you know, you're a pretty good athlete, so you look like you like to eat healthy. And so, you know, why, why do you choose to eat that specifically? So we'll just do little mock stuff like that. Um, but also, I kind of do that, even though I do it as a joke, I also do it to kind of help me be better at interviews and just being more just casual and fluent with it versus having to, you know, be so, I guess you could say, strict and by the book with it. It's like, okay, like, this question, this question, this question, this question, you know, because um, they always say that, like, the best interviewers, it's almost like you're just having a conversation with somebody, and so that's what I'm really trying to um, get to the point of is, 
you know, having the interviews just seem flawless, more or less. It's been unique for you, too, because last year you were a freshman, and I remember seeing you around writing football stories and, and covering games, and, and all of a sudden here you are as a sophomore now as the editor and, and the head guy for the sports department. Mm-hmm. Pretty unique, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's, it's really interesting, and actually... I kind of got through into or thrown into my position as the sports editor at the Camel Times because last year we only had me writing sports. We had our editor-in-chief, Matthew Sokol, um, and he wrote sports a little bit, but obviously he had some other things to take care of. So it was mainly on me. And so they're like, well, we have this position open. I know you're new. You've only been here for like a month. But if you want the position, it's yours. So I was like, well... I mean, sports editor doesn't exactly sound terrible, so let's just let's just go with it. So then I've been sports editor for, I guess you could say, about a year and a half now. Um, and then last semester, I was able to really use that position because I had um, two writers, um, Aaron Schnorr and Aaron Scott, who's on the women's soccer team. Um, so it was really interesting kind of stepping into that more of like a not really an authoritative role, but, mm-hmm. you know, being able to delegate, like, okay, I need you to go to this event, I need you to go to this event, I'll cover this one while you guys do this. Um, and really just being able to cover sports, um, you know, more efficiently than we had before when it was literally just me trying to go to four events, you know, during the week on top of having practice, lift, and homework and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, it was, it's, it's been really interesting. Kadeem, we know you picked up writing and you've done a lot for the Campbell Times. What what got you into the journalism side? Honestly, it all started with a tweet. It's actually a really funny story. So this was back in, wow, it's almost next month. will actually be four years. Um, so back in 2014, I was a sophomore in high school. I was running outdoor track at the time. And um, I had... I was on Twitter one night. I put out a tweet, and it more or less was on the, along the lines of saying something like, a lot of people have been telling me that I'm a really good writer. You know, Maybe I should think about doing something with that. Because my, I always credit my um, 10th grade English teacher, Miss um, Bossardet, um, with really almost kind of kick-starting the idea of me writing because she always kept telling me, she's like, oh, you know, like, you know you're a really good writer. I was just like... You know, you just told me to do a writing assignment, and I just did it. Like, I didn't really think it was that good. She's like, no, like, you should seriously, you know, look into doing something with it. So I put out that tweet one day, and my future, who would end up being my future employer, um, he was, he ran a cross-country and track coverage website um, down in Florida, and he was on their social media site. And since I was, you know, starting to be one of the up-and-coming athletes, um, at the time, at least in track, um, I guess that account was following me. So he happened to see my tweet just randomly. So all of a sudden he, um, he DMs me on Twitter. He says, hey, I saw your post about creative writing. Um, you, know, can I, um, you know, can I give you a call? And at that time, um, I, wasn't, I didn't start having a job yet, so I didn't have a phone or anything. So I was like, well, I don't have a phone, so I can't call you, um, but I can give you my email. He's like, okay, yeah, sure, what's your email? So um, I waited a few minutes, and I got an email. He's like, hey, um, you know, this is Bob Cook. Um, You know, I saw your post about creative writing. You know, I'd love to see some of your stuff. So I was like, okay, this is random, but whatever. So and the only thing I had was, like, 
a few every now and again I write like poems or lyrics just because you know I love wordplay and stuff like that so I had a few of those and then just a few like essays that I had written in high school so I sent him those you know some time goes by like 30 minutes or so he's like hey man this is some really great stuff like how would you like to write for us you know I'll you know pay you this amount or whatnot of course I'm a 16 year old kid I'm just like so you're gonna pay me to like write stories like Okay, I'm. I mean, I'm not going to turn yeah, down the opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to turn down the opportunity to make money. So, um, the first, the first story that he assigned me was he wanted me to just do a feature on my own track and field team. Just you know, some of the um, key players, you know, returners, leaders, and whatnot, um, and just the overall team dynamic and whatnot. So, it was, <laughs> it was really weird um, going up to like some of my teammates after practice, be like. Hey, so this is gonna be really weird, but I need to get an interview with you, and I need to take your picture. And they're like, "What?" And so we did all that. Um, you know, I sent um, Bob the story, and he's like, "This is some really great stuff." Like, you know, I'll get this, you know, edited up, and soon enough, it was on the website. Um, he sent me a link, and so um, I'm pretty sure March. Yeah, March 12th is the day that my story like officially went online. So that's really where I say my start of journalism came. And then, you know, four years later, um, you know, I've still done work with him. Um, the website at the time was called distancepreps.com. And um, the website that I work for now, diestat.com, um, we kind of merged. And so we just became the Florida, you know, state regional site. Mm-hmm. Um, we were called Diestat Florida. And so we were Diestat Florida for about two and a half years or so um and then last february we did away with the state site so now it's just one national site diestat so i've been working with diestat um officially for the last you know maybe year and a half or so and then you know i came on campus and you know just taking some of the knowledge that i had with sports and then just writing in general started working with the camel times and you know though i mainly write about sports i've done some you know other um other topics as well and like I said it's and next month it'll be four years so that's really how it all started hey smart people can communicate so that's that's always key at least with your writing and your well-spoken as we can hear today uh Kadeem you ran the Campbell Open I didn't mention you ran that one event but you had these sunglasses on that caught the eye of our photographer and, and caught our eye filming video what was that like just running out there and it, obviously you're working hard but it looked like you were so relaxed and so calm and you had these cool I think they were like were they orange sunglasses? Yeah, the uh, the sides were orange, and then the uh, lenses they were um, they were a little polarized. Um, it was interesting. I wouldn't say that it felt easy, um, but I mean, you know, I just got to get out there and do what I have to do. Um, but honestly, it's it's kind of a joke if you know some people they recognize me because I'm always wearing sunglasses. Like today, I'm not because I'm I'm wearing a uh, I'm wearing a hat, but usually. If I'm around campus and I'm outside, the sun's out, I'm wearing glasses. And those same sunglasses that you saw at the Campbell Open, those are the ones I usually wear during practice. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm wearing one pair of sunglasses, I'll have the orange, which I think, oddly enough, they're in my bag right now. <laughs> um, but then I'll take those off, switch them on with the orange sunglasses, and I was running those. And the reason why I'm always wearing sunglasses, one, because I just like them, but that was another thing that started my sophomore year of high school. Um, I don't really know why. I just wanted to wear sunglasses. It was allowed by the FHSAA down in Florida. So 
I just started running and racing with sunglasses. So, like, that's my thing, and I just like to keep that tradition. Even, even obviously, you can't wear sunglasses during the indoor season, but even outdoors, um, which I actually need a new pair of racing sunglasses. My last pair I accidentally stepped on, so that's why I haven't been wearing them, and I've been wearing the orange ones instead. But I need to get a new pair of racing sunglasses, but even outdoors last year, you know, I was racing in sunglasses. That's, I wouldn't say it's a tradition, but that's just my thing, and I just like to keep going with it. We've had the pleasure the last couple of years of, of watching Lawrence and Amon in the Nationals, especially in this last outdoor season. When you see them compete at that high of a level, or any Campbell athlete, how much pride do you guys have in showing what you got at the national stage and, and seeing how it goes? We honestly, we have, we have a lot of pride whenever we can say that, you know, we have All-Americans and we have people who compete at um, NCAAs because what, what we usually do um, sometimes is like, you know, last year when Amon Terrer was running or racing at the indoor championships and the outdoor championships, we all would go to like our coach's house or something and we'd all like live stream and watch it. And so we're all like the atmosphere is just amazing. Like we're all screaming, we're all yelling, we're like, let's go, Amon, let's go. Um, so it's, it's pretty amazing when you can see someone from a school that realistically not a lot of people know about, um, because then it's funny, like when you're watching it, you'll hear some of the commentators and be like, um, I'm on from Campbell University, you know, the Campbell Campbells out in, you know, North Carolina and some other people, they'll look at the results like Campbell, like what is Campbell? But they just had a guy who got third and fifth indoors and, um, I believe he got fifth at nationals. I believe yeah. um, for outdoors. So it's it's a lot of pride and um, it's really a motivator because it just makes you want to reach that level and you know you you almost want to be that next person to help put your team on the map even further. It's also fascinating too because you look at your guys' program. It's it's been a steady rise these last few years of getting close to competing for titles and. I know certain things with Liberty, it's always tough to be at the same playing field, but when you guys are, are out there grinding with them, what is the next step for, for Campbell track and field? Honestly, I can't really say because, um, you know, you never know what could happen. You know, things don't always go as planned. Um, all I can say is that, you know, to the best of our abilities, um, you know, we're focusing on we're focusing more on the little things that make the biggest difference and focusing on, um, you know, not necessarily always having to try and run the fastest all the time, but who has the better execution of, you know, whatever you're doing. Um, so like I said, focusing on the small things is what we've really been focusing on this year. Um, that'll obviously add up to make the big difference. So whether that's, you know, more technical stuff, um, you know, being more efficient in the weight room, um, definitely going to treatment, not waiting until injuries become major injuries in order to say something about it. So um, I think we're getting we're getting smarter at what we do and we're being more conscious of what we're doing. And, um, you know, we're taking all of that um, moving forward. What is, and this may not be an easy answer, but what is one of your favorite events to compete in? Um... Honestly, like I love the 4x4 obviously. I love the 800 because um before I started running the 400 here, that's actually why I got recruited. I was a 800 runner for 4 years in high school. So, I still like the 800. I actually missed the 800. Um 
But honestly, I'd probably say the event that I most enjoy competing in is the mile, which mm-hmm. I don't do that anymore. I did in high school. But I don't know why. Like, my freshman year of high school, I didn't like the mile. I thought, I mean, I ran cross country, so I was like, okay, it's just one mile instead of 3.1. But I don't know. I just wasn't racing it properly. I was still trying to figure it out. But once I figured out how to run it, it just became like a really fun race. Like, it was really interesting. Like, you just get out the first lap. Then, you know, you come around through the 800. Then they always say, okay, you have to push the third lap. And then before you know it, by that by the time you're finishing your third lap, you have one lap to go. It's like, all right, let's go. Like, <laughs> the race is almost over. So oddly enough, sometimes um, running the mile would always feel like it went by quicker than running an 800 or running a 400, oddly enough. Huh. Um, so, yeah, I'd probably say my favorite event that I used to compete in is the mile. And for you guys winning the, the cross-country championships, I know you were part of that, and Obviously, the Big South for the outdoor and indoor season is always a, a fun event. For people who may not know, what's it like when there's nine or ten schools at an indoor championship and you guys are grinding it out for three days trying to win a title? It's really exciting when you're on the other side, literally in front of a laptop, like just looking at the live results and totaling up points and seeing like, okay, like, you know, Amon's here, Lawrence is here, you know, Kelvin's here, Graham's here. And, you know, just looking and seeing – you know, for us, our, our main competition, indoor and outdoor track and with cross-country, is Liberty. So we're looking, it's like, okay, we have our two guys in front of Liberty's three, um, you know, just trying to figure out everything. So it's really it's really fun, um, and then especially once you find out that they win because you're sitting there, <laughs> and, like, the odd thing is with this last um, season, the live results, they started acting really wacky. And so at first, it looked like we were winning, and then it looks like we lost to Liberty. And then it, the live results kept literally, they were literally glitching. And so I was just like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I need to know if they won. So then I checked Twitter and um, I saw that they won. So I, w- I was pretty happy because I know that those guys, they, they do so much. And they, they really put their hearts on the line every single time that they run, whether it's a workout, race, or whatnot. Um, so just to see them, you know, get what they deserve. Um, from a teammate standpoint, it's... Um, and from the sidelines, it's it's pretty amazing. In terms of competing for indoor and outdoor track and just grinding it out, um, last year I didn't really, I was still kind of up and coming. I wasn't really doing too much. Um, but indoor track, I really got my taste of, you know, competing, trying to go for a title. And it's it's a little tough because obviously you're grinding it out, like you said, for, you know, two or three days at a time. You're having to come back to back and run um, multiple events. But that's also what we get trained to do. So we have to be able to, you know, adapt to certain situations. Or, like, let's say someone unexpectedly gets hurt. You have to adjust to that situation. Um, So really it's just about, you know, having that team chemistry and just sticking together and figuring out what each person needs to do in order for the team to be successful. You do some work with the, the Student Athlete Association, especially with their social media which is kind of unique. I know Sarah Smith's been pushing for more of that, but mm-hmm. to, to be able to cover sports from that perspective, what's, what's that experience been like from you? It's been really fun, actually, um, because usually, especially whenever there's a home event, I always, even if I don't stay the entire game, because how I feel that the social media should be run is, um, you know, it's showing, it's really just helping to promote athletics more than it already is, because you guys do a, a fantastic job at you know promoting athletics but just giving it that 
extra little push. And um, as we know, especially sports like, um, you know, cross country or track and swimming, you know, just because of those, how those sports are, it's not always the easiest to be able to go and cover those events all the time. So when you have someone there who's able to like, you know, socialize that just a little bit more and give them the recognition that they deserve, um, that, that's really my biggest thing that I try and do, just giving everyone the recognition that they deserve. So um, I said, if I go to a swim meet, whether I stay the entire time or not, you know, I'll make sure to get a few videos or, you know, put out a few tweets about what's happening, then go somewhere else, you know, do the same thing. So it's, it's, it's been really interesting and it's been really fun because I've gotten – I've been able to play around with it a bit and, you know, test my creativity a little bit and just different things I've learned um, from doing work with past organizations in the um, last few years and just being able to take that knowledge and apply it to using the, um, the SAC social media. Um, and I mean, more, more times than none, you know, I get a lot of, um, you know, great feedback and whatnot from it. So that's, that's what I try and do. I try to again, promote athletics a little bit more, you know, shine light, um, give recognition, you know, where recognition is due, and really just have fun with it. Like, you you can't be, with it, when you're running an account like that, you can't be too serious. So, like, every now and again, you know, right. I'll just put in a little sassy tweet or, like, a <laughs> joke here and there. And, you know, apparently people love it, so I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. What's the culture like at a campus where, and it's not exactly... 30%, but there's a good amount of student-athletes that are encompassing the student body. Does it, does it feel like its own separate group? What's that relationship like with just campus in general? Honestly, I feel like... I feel like almost like... I mean, sometimes you feel like, you know, athletics, like they're kind of a separate group. But then again, with the campus being so small, and, um, well, I don't want to say so small, but, you know, smaller um, per se... Um, you know, obviously you have, you can have any number of, you know, regular students and then student athletes in a class at a time, you know, people collaborating on projects and, you know, taking notes and whatnot. And so people just generally develop friendships and whatnot. So then when you're walking around campus, you know, you can have someone who's not a student athlete know, like, the entire football team, for example. And it's just because, you know, through interactions and whatnot. So it's it's a really cool dynamic and a really cool culture it's it it doesn't seem like athletes are up here like at some schools and then you know regular students are down here like I almost feel like more or less we're all on like the same um we're on the same level and certainly at a school like this as you mentioned that relationships allowed to happen with just how involved everyone is if we could put you we'll take the the microphones out and you're not having a report for a game but if you could sit back and watch any Campbell sport what are a couple that, that stand out you'd love to just go see and enjoy um, definitely women's soccer. Um, not really sure why. One, obviously, I have a um, a good amount of friends on the women's soccer team, so I like going out to support them. But um, like I said, my freshman year, I wasn't really able to go out to many soccer games at all. So this year, since I was able to, I was actually able to just sit and watch them. Um, could be especially when I was making the um, highlight videos. You know, just being down there and just seeing them compete. Um, it was really cool. Definitely men's basketball, that's another one, and swimming. I, th- I think swimming, um, again, doesn't really get a lot of the recognition that they deserve, um, but definitely watching swim meets. My, actually, oddly enough, the season opener for the swim team this year, when I, I went to do a um, 
highlight video for them. That was actually the first swim meet that I've ever been to, like, hmm. just in my entire 20 years of living. <laughs> that's the first swim meet I've ever been to. So it was it was really nice to um, and really cool to see them, you know, how they compete, how they um, prepare and warm up and whatnot. So definitely those three, women's soccer, men's basketball, and um, definitely swimming. Kadeem, I will tell you this, the swim team is one of the strongest teams on campus. When they're in the weight room, you don't want to mess with them. They're, exactly. they're hardworking. It's fun, too, because, of course, you still have a couple years left at Campbell. But so far, what, are, what is something you've really enjoyed, or what's the experience been like for you as a Campbell Camel? It's been, a, it's been an interesting experience. Um, you know, you're just going through that stage and that period of your life. You know, this is the college time, you know, these four years to, you know, basically prepare to really start your life. Um, but more or less, it's, it's been um, – it's been very interesting, um, you know, just balancing different things and, you know, going to different events and whatnot um, and just competing as well. You know, it's really, it's really interesting. Um, and honestly, it's just really fun, to be honest.